Welcome to the second episode of Ronan Talks Languages. If you tuned in from my chat last week with Brian from Google, you're welcome back. If you're a new listener, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any content in future. In this week's episode, I talk to Lexi, a good friend of mine from Barcelona. Lexi tells us all about her work in the pharmaceutical industry and how languages play a massive role in that sector. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with your friends or your class. Keep listening to find out more about Lexi's very exciting story. How are you, Lexi? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Ah, grand. You know yourself. So thanks for talking to me today. I just want to have a quick chat about what you do and, you know, what you're up to. Yeah, of course. So can you just tell me a bit about what you do for a living? Yeah, so uh, right now I work for a pharmaceutical company in Chester. I am doing a graduate scheme. It's kind of a one-year overview to the company and for me also the pharmaceutical industry because that is not my background, as you know. (laughs) So it's, like I said, it's a rotation system. So it's mostly the sort of end-to-end process of handling the orders of uh, the products from uh, Europe and for me specifically Iberia, so Spain and Portugal. And was there anything in particular about the pharmaceutical industry that interests you? Well, to be honest, I had never sort of pictured myself working uh, for the, in the pharmaceutical industry. When, when I did my degree, I never thought that would be where I would end up. But it actually is uh, quite good for, for somebody like me because it's quite structured, organized, there's a lot of like day-to-day learning which I love and you know the company itself uh, and the values uh, of the company in particular you know uh, helping people kind of genuinely doing something meaningful and um, you know the products that we distribute and that we we organize uh, they are life-saving treatments you know so that really is a huge huge like driving force behind what I do now and it's definitely the driving force behind the company every everything is always comes back to the patients which is something that you know I never thought I would kind of be dealing with uh when I did my languages degree so it's great to have that other side to it as well yeah I suppose when people think about doing a degree in languages they don't necessarily see the connection with practical applications of it and this is a, a prime example of how something so disconnected from medicine and pharmaceutical industry can be connected yeah exactly um people say to me all the time oh so so you know which science did you study none (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's it's really interesting it's something like that we were always told about in college like when we were studying languages they were like ireland the pharmaceutical industry i don't know you may know in ireland we have a lot of headquarters and stuff for pharmaceutical industries yeah actually ours is in ireland as well (laughs) yeah and we have a lot of u.s companies here as well especially down in the south of ireland they were trying to promote this to us when we were studying in college was this ever something that was mentioned to you when you were in uni not at all not at all no the only reason I even found the job I I had only heard of the company before because uh one of my friends who was studying chemistry had applied uh there to do a year in industry so that was the only sort of reason the name even rang a bell in my head and then it was advertised on my university career hub in my final year as this graduate scheme and they the job was literally looking for people who were fluent in more than one year European language that was the only requirement there was no no sort of um requirement for um scientific background is what is what um I'm sort of getting getting out there so you obviously don't have a scientific background could you tell me a bit about what you studied 
in college? Yeah, of course. Uh, so when I did my A-levels. Leave insert for everyone in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I only did Spanish as in terms of languages. I only did Spanish A-level. Um, so I also did English literature, history, and I did, uh, I don't know if you guys have it in Ireland. It's called uh, Extended Project Qualification, which is a bit like a dissertation, like a mini one. That was actually um, on Ebola. So maybe there was something scientific lurking there the whole maybe. time. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then uh, at uni, I did Hispanic studies. So I did Spanish, Portuguese and Catalan at uni. Okay, obviously you had four years, was it? Or was it three three years and an Erasmus included? Or was it four years with a compulsory Erasmus? Four program? years, compulsory Erasmus, yeah. <laughs> okay. And how were you feeling about the Erasmus? Was it always something that you wanted to do? Or was it something that worried you? Because it definitely worried me before I went. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah 100 oh i couldn't wait to go i couldn't wait to get out there i really wanted to go to barcelona i always knew that and obviously that was where we met <laughs> um and yeah even you know kind of the from the first day i was like yeah this is going to be amazing because i had wanted uh to go to barcelona and live in barcelona like the whole time i was uh doing spanish and then that's obviously why i then chose to do catalan as well because um like i love i love catalonia i love barcelona yeah, so I think I was always looking forward to it, but then in the lead up to it, there's a lot of organization and practical things that you maybe hadn't considered, like where are you going to live? Like, how are you going to afford to do it? All of that kind of thing, which was yeah. took away the fun slightly in the run up to it. A little, but then a little once bit. Once you actually get there, yeah, <laughs> once you actually get there, it's it fades into the background. You obviously you had two years before your Erasmus year, did you? Or was so... Like, could you give us a bit of a, like a, an idea of the sort of stuff yeah, that you sure. touched on in your first, second, third and fourth year? Yeah. So uh, my first year, so I went to University of Liverpool um, and there you can only pick up one new language per year. So when I started in first year, obviously, like I said, I'd only done Spanish A level. So I started doing Spanish and Portuguese um, from my first year. Um, and then I did like a lot of uh, cultural stuff. So film, um, TV, books history all of that and then in second year I, that was when I picked up Catalan in second year uh so I, I was doing all three then so Spanish Portuguese and Catalan for year abroad we had the option to split the year abroad uh between like the two the two countries so I knew like I said straight away that I wanted to go to Barcelona that was just yeah, done. That was decided. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I also went to Portugal. I lived in Lisbon for a little bit less time. Uh, I lived there for like four, four, five months. Uh, and I was in Barcelona for six. Yeah, I went from having one year of Catalan to working in Catalan, which was a lot. <laughs> Just about, about your Erasmus, was there any like particular memories that really stand out to you about it? Like any, any reason that you felt, okay, this is worthwhile or... This is a good yeah, year for me. I mean, so many. I think in when I was in Portugal, there was like a group of us um, who were in Lisbon and a group of us who were up in Porto. And one day we like all got the train and met in Coimbra, so in the middle of the country. And that, that was such a nice day. We literally just went for one day because Portugal's like so tiny, you can like cross it really easily. Yeah. Basically and, like Ireland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we like just had a day trip to Coimbra and it was just really nice to kind of have like all these people in the same sort sort of position as me and and it was just like a really nice way to kind of see the country and um yeah, so that that was a, like a really good day in, in Portugal. 
and then in Barcelona just every every single day it was one of them like when you're walking down the street and you feel like you're in like a film set or something like I'm really here. <laughs> in school though was there anything really that made you want to go down the the languages track was there anything that said to you right that that's the career for me? Um, I think to be honest I've always uh, like loved to talk <laughs> and <laughs> just kind of uh yeah just communicate with people and um I think a huge part of languages is people's stories and um you know everybody has something to say and everybody has something unique to say and I think kind of learning languages really gives you the opportunity to to hear those stories and to hear them to hear them properly to hear them firsthand rather than uh translated versions or uh, you know anglicized versions and I think yeah like I've I've always loved it as well like films tv books like all those types of things and it just having languages opens that up so much more to you because you can then access so much um, content in other languages and obviously travel is a huge thing as well and you know being comfortable where you're traveling too I think is is really important uh, especially in in Spain I traveled everywhere all over the the country I've seen more of Spain than I have of the UK 100% I never would have been able to do that if I didn't speak Spanish there's absolutely no way there's parts um, of Spain where you you just like everyone says oh Spanish people speak English and you're just like no they don't <laughs> exactly and you know you, you get to see all those little towns and villages and all like places that people don't go and you get to really experience them and you know uh, experience the culture properly rather than rather than just seeing like the tourist side almost you were saying about little small little towns my favorite one by far when I was ever when I was in Spain my favorite town by far was Sitges like oh it's, it's just, so nice isn't it for me like culture has always been the biggest part about language like my French teacher in school was French and she always tried to give us pieces of cultural information every single day and that's something that I try to bring into my classes in here in Ireland trying to teach them whether that be about typical breakfasts like bam do whatever maybe that was my favorite food yeah <laughs> me, <laughs> me too like is there any particular part of language that gets you is it the grammar is it the culture is it the accent the way it flows is there anything that really yeah I really think I would say that like the way it flows the kind of the rhythm I think you have almost a different personality in each language I love Spanish so much at the same time uh, I, I love Portuguese and Catalan like it's always so hard to, to pick between them but I think it's easier to get like a, a flow in Spanish because um, a huge part of Spain and Spanish culture is everybody talking all at once all over each other and yeah. everybody has something to say and everybody's in the conversation and everything's hilarious and that kind of party atmosphere is is great and you know I love that. So we've spoken about your your job and your languages like so how exactly does languages fit into the pharmaceutical industry like is it is it a key part of it or is it like a tiny tiny bit? So again it's it's all communication <laughs> uh, so having the languages allows us to communicate with the customers and by customers it's hospitals it's you know who are ordering on behalf of patients so it allows us to have this this connection with them and 
you know, if you if you're calling to ask where where your order is, you're calling in your language. You're, you know, this is practical information. People are life dependent on these supplies. They need they need information straight away. You can't be like, oh, hold on a second while I just find somebody who speaks Spanish. You know, it would be crazy. And it's all about, uh, you know, customer service as well and having the kind of the knowledge and the tools to back up what you're saying. Also, the confidence to to be able to say it because, you know, especially for me being in my second language when they're in their first language. I, you know, I really have to know what I'm saying and doing and talking about because if there are any mistakes, it's my fault because, you know, it is my my second language and ultimately that is a lot of responsibility as well. But I think it's it's important to have that in, in your job and, you know, to feel that what you do is important. I think the language is, is so crucial and it, it also, where I work, everybody speaks a second language um, and that creates a culture in itself it creates such a great environment to work in and you know you you really feel that like I said before everybody's got something unique to say I think that really is true having the languages allows you to hear it properly in the way that it was intended people are probably going to listen to this and think right I'm in school doing Spanish I'm really bad at it or I just don't get it do you have any advice that someone can get to that level to build confidence in a language yeah I think it's just contact all the time. There's so many series available now on Netflix that are really good as well. Not just that they're in Spanish, but they're actually just good to watch. So something I would always say is keep the audio in Spanish. So even if you know, you're just starting out and you have the subtitles in English, as long as you keep the audio in Spanish, you're learning, you know, rather than having like the dubbed version over the top. I just want to finish up with the question that like, in your opinion, do you think people should consider pursuing a career in languages? Do you think it's it's a good idea? 100%. I think it is one of, if not the most diverse degree you could ever do. It's the most diverse career path you could ever go down because there's no set occupation at the end of it, which I think is amazing. I never knew what I wanted to do specifically. I knew I wanted to work in the languages that I had learned. I had no idea what, what I wanted to do. I was completely happy to do any job that would use my languages. So the fact that I've got a job that I actually really love as well is is so good but um you know like we said before um the pharmaceutical industry you would never naturally think oh that's what she's going to do with her um languages degree which I used to find frustrating people would say so are you going to be a teacher or a translator actually you can do anything anything at all with a languages degree anything you want and because it teaches a mindset and it teaches a specific way of learning a, a degree of communication that I think you don't get if you only speak English or only speak your first language you know you have to modify yourself and modify what you're saying to be able to make sure that every single person in the room understands you thanks so much for chatting to me Lexi and all the best with your graduate program thank you it was nice to nice to chat to you thanks thanks for listening to this episode of Ronan Talks Languages be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any content in the future 